Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, hey, that's how we're starting this. That's how we're starting this, because there's a lot going on in the world of wrestling today. Reg, earlier in the day, I tweeted at you that Mm -hmm. it's silly to have people lose in their debut matches. And I thought, what a, what a fun little way to start the day. Yes, and then the course. day, yeah, it, t- it took a little bit of a turn, Reg. Doesn't it always? Don't we always have like, <laughs> hey, let's have a normal, fun conversation. And then the wrestling world's like, ah, what about this? It got wild today. Mm. It got wild today because there's mm. some news waiting for you on FightfulSelect.com. Have we done one of these Ring of Honor shows without some giant story breaking before we come on here and talk? It feels like it's been a couple of weeks of us being like, oh, besides this other giant story, let's talk about Ring of Honor. I know Thursdays used to be so tame. It used to be like, oh, if you like Impact or like New Japan Strong or you want to tell. And now it's just like, there's too much. There's too much happening. We're getting wild. We're getting wild again, but we are underway. It's getting crazy. But if you want to talk about anything that broke on Fightful Select today, feel free to get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats. But more importantly, that's not what we're here to talk about, Reg. Not at all. There's some chaos going on, but that's not why we're here. We're here to Mm -mm. talk about tonight's episode of Ring of Honor. Yes, yes. We are here to talk about tonight's episode of Ring of Honor. I like this episode better than last week's episode. So you'll never know what you're going to get with these Ring of Honor episodes. The crowd didn't affect me too much as it did last week. So I liked a lot, a lot, a lot of things that happened here. I liked a lot of promos that happened here. So I'm totally ready to get into it. Okay, there was this was definitely better than last week, but I mm-hmm. gotta be honest, I'm still feeling the studio setup more yeah, than this totally. traveling setup. Like to yeah. me, the way it had been feels more like an alternative, and this mm-hmm. feels a little bit like we're getting into AW light territory. It's still yes. really good. One thousand percent, you are correct. It does feel like AW light. It does feel like an AW dark episode, and that's not a good thing anyway around. So we got to figure this out. I won't stand for it, Reg. I yeah. won't. But some you. really, really good action. And not nothing too crazy. Nothing like mm-hmm. overly off base from ROH. Just a little bit of a different feel. But totally. still a good episode, which we are going to get into right now. We've got mm-hmm. so much to talk about. But we do kick it off with Ari Davari and Mark Briscoe. Mm-hmm. And a fun match that Mark Briscoe ultimately Mark Briscoe ultimately wins with the <laughs> J Driller. Yes. Saying J Driller is a lot trickier than it sounds sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but a but a great way to start it off i think when you are doing tapings that are this long like starting off this new episode um which feels like a really long journey in a taping with mm -hmm. briscoe is a, a really smart idea like it it'll immediately get the crowd back into it and this was fun this one's the way you were gonna go this is where i'm getting a little nervous because we said mm -hmm. We wanted roster clarity. We said we mm -hmm. wanted less predictable. It still feels like it's kind of in predictable world, but yeah. definitely a good match to start it off. And we do get a post-match beat down. And I was like, see, this is where we are starting to feel a little AEW. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But FTR coming down to save Mark here, which I think is a really fun touch. I um so much great work was done by FTR and ROH that even though they're the AEW Tag Team Champions, it feel, feels like a natural place for them to be still. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind it, but I do want those things that I wanted before Supercard of Honor. I want my roster clarity. Totally. I want my less predictable outcomes. But what did you think of our opener here? Mark Briscoe's in a lot of situationships over here. It looks like he got <laughs> stuff with... Jay Lethal, he got stuff with these guys, the the fucking Mark Sterling, like he's stretched. He's with the Briscoe brothers, not with the Briscoes. He's with the uh, Lucha brothers. He's with FTR. Like he is just like in every situation he can be as the heart and soul of Ring of Honor. It makes sense, but also like let's get some strong direction as to what Mark Briscoe is going to be doing because he's in a lot of different things going into the show and being in this show. So, I mean, exactly what you were saying, though, about Mark Briscoe, he's a great way to start every show because it's like, here's Ring of Honor right here. Here's Mark Briscoe. Let's get into this. Well, we got to get back to the <laughs> studios. The studio wrestling, I know, was long as hell, you guys, but like, we need it. It just adds a different flavor to this. This feels like a bunch of Ring of Honor, I mean, a bunch of AW things are happening, like the FTR showing up with their theme, and it's like, okay, which show are we watching right now? We need some better distinction moving forward. But again, Mark Briscoe's great talent, great way to start the show, great way to get the crowd going into it. A lot of cool things happened here. Agreed. And I think what's kind of funny is with the studio tapings, though they were long, it forced you to clearly plan out about six weeks of programming or whatever. Yes. So I think by Not just put matches together. Ugh. Right. Yeah. And especially in a world where the the standings matter, like people's mm -hmm. records are supposed to matter, things like that. Um, I that's that's what I want from my ROH. But we got some love coming in from Shane Monster saying, was that the MKE show uh last night? But Kingo and Gringo was mm -hmm. wild. Uh if you see a Paul's loudmouth in the generico shirt next week. Tried my best with crowd energy. Thank you so much for the chat. And yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate your help with the out there at the Ring of Honor show. Hopefully it shows up. Heard a lot of great things about this match we're supposed to see next week. So yeah, you know how I feel about it. I want to get into it next week when I really see it. Absolutely. And I do think your description of bald loudmouth with a generico shirt might not narrow you down, but we do appreciate <laughs> it. We will keep an eye out for you. <laughs> Could be a lot of y'all in there. It depends on the, the, the arena, you know. So we move along to Sky Blue versus Kelly Madden. Mm -hmm. They really had Kelly Madden up on commentary quite beautifully. I really, really liked it. Um, and we did get, did we get three women's matches on here? And it was supposed to be four. Mm -hmm. um, love that. What Two, was the fourth one? 
Uh, one ended up getting cut because uh, Robin Renegade was in, or Madison Rain was injured, unfortunately. Oh, so oh hoping that that's aired at a later date. But mm -hmm. um, but I do feel like, well, that's really awesome to have three women's matches when two of them are like two minutes or less. Like mm -hmm. I was like in having two women's matches, mm -hmm. but Sky Blue winning with the Skyfall here. Not a ton to talk about, but I do find it very funny that she's undefeated in ROH and only defeated in AEW. She's yes. like completely defeated. So totally. I say, girl, go where the grass is greener. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stick around ROH. You're you're coming in hot. She's probably gonna get the pin in a blood and guts match. But mm -hmm. um, I do love to see this from her. She grows more and more on television, but this was super quick, not a lot to yeah. to talk about from my end. But anything you want to call out, feel free to. Uh, I didn't know that we were going to be getting women's squash matches. I thought that's going to be a, that's like a foreign concept in the world of professional wrestling. So to get a couple of them here in the show was super interesting. It's good to continue to put the emphasis on sky blue. They just announced that, you know, she's an official signee of AEW now. Great for her. She's looking amazing in all of her show, all of her showing. So this is great that she keeps getting reps, but yeah, we want more. We don't want two minute matches, man. That's not, that's not going to satisfy our needs, especially when the show could have had 30 more minutes if we were doing what we're, we don't want to get stuck on the two hour format, but you know, there's more time here for you to cook. So figure it out, Tony Khan. Reg, I can think of one woman who has had some squash matches. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jay Cargill, a lot you know, for rain has been different. squash matches. It does feel um, almost counterintuitive for sky blue to, mm -hmm be squashing people just because she's so um yeah she almost has, even when she's not fighting from behind she has this like underdog energy about her right. where i was like a squash feels like a that's little what little makes little. it even weirder it's like sky blue as, as if anybody shouldn't be doing this because she's not a squash type person but she's not you know. a squash type yeah Here we go. i agree with you you know i agree with you but nice to see her getting some wins she yes. is Signed. You can read more about a bunch of contract news that was on Fightful Select. We had Brian Cage resigning. We had mm -hmm. Sky Blue getting signed. We got Billy Starks getting signed. Yes. So much awesome movement in AEW mm -hmm. world. Young and people. who knows? Maybe some some minor returns might be in the near future. Pretty minor. <laughs> Making no waves at all. Nobody cares. Everybody's like, oh yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. <laughs> I do. You know what though? Sincerely. We should take a moment if you are watching to say thank you because we did climb back over the 10,000 subscriber mark on yeah. Fightful Select, which is Ooh, unbelievable. baby. That is yes. crazy. That's a lot. Awesome of, amount of support. Awesome amount of support. Of and um, if you are newer to it, just so you know the value that you get, you get all the scoops that Sean can bring you, which is a huge, huge benefit. But there are so many shows. You get Gredge and Gredge. Gredge. That's me. You get Gredge. <laughs> like reg and sledge gredge greg sledge gredge gredge oh my gosh can you tell i haven't had a day off in a while yes you get reg on ask Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. yeah um you can do like a a double sincara thing you got reg and gredge on yeah, <laughs> me and gredge. i like gredge that could be my alter ego <laughs> it's just greg but gredge that's hilarious that's i love like it the Haas version of you there's gredge gredge yeah if I hit the gym. <laughs> Straight you up. Yes, yeah, listen to me. Listen to Gredge, Phil, and Will on Ask Grapsity. That's Fightful Select. It's hot. There it is. There it is. You get the Grapsity boys, of course, for free. Mm -hmm. We're giving it away for free on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Um, behind the paywall, you also get some other continuation shows. You get 
the list and your boy goes on. You get me and Alex Pulowski doing sour graps behind the paywall if you like very critical wrestling reviews. And we also mm -hmm. do post shows for pay-per-views behind the paywall. You can join yeah. us there. So if you're new to Fightful Select, tons and tons of com uh, content. If you want the here. scoops, man, SRS is giving it up at Fightful Select. Is. If you like really want it and you don't want to have to search around and you're like, well, let me get it from where it came from. Fightful Select, Sean Ross Sapp is going to give it all the way up. So you're definitely going to want that. So we can stop stealing from the timeline because that sucks. We want to get there. Paid. It is. Yeah. No screenshots. It's five bucks yeah. a month for all the scoops you could want. No bad aggregations. Get it straight from no. the source. So yes. we love that for Fightful Select. We love that mm -hmm. for you. He also does QAs back there if you're trying to keep beats on certain stories. So yep. thank you for the support. But we will move along to Wheeler, Utah. It's starting to get real fun, Reg. This match mm -hmm. was fantastic. This is some of my favorite work that I've gotten to see Wheeler do. He hits the right angle slam and the hammer and anvil elbows before getting the win with a dragon sleeper. I feel like part of the Blackpool Combat Club's hallmark is being able to win with different moves. And yeah. I really love that because it makes, totally. it makes matches so much more suspenseful because mm -hmm. someone could win it kind of like at any time. Yeah. This is like the most in his wheelhouse I've ever seen Wheeler. No pun intended. Pun slightly intended. All in his now. wheelhouse. Bing, bing, bing. You got one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hot wheels leading the way. You got one uh, all the way. Really, really, really good stuff, though. I really mm -hmm. like what we're also seeing out of Tracy Williams in this run mm -hmm. so far. He was mm -hmm. kicking around ROH for a while. He had found his footing. But this, I feel like we're getting to see him showcased super, super well. Absolutely love everything that's going on in this match. What were your thoughts? The pure division kind of being like also like the Haas, mini Haas division. It's just like giving me life every single time on this ROH shows. Uh, Wheeler Yuta is in his bag like no other. This heel turn of Blackpool Combat Club was so perfect. He's been doing great work throughout his entire AEW run, but th him being able to be a shitty little heel and just like piss everyone off and get his heel tactics and grind your knees into the mat, like it's perfect for him. He's been doing amazing. And I think we talked about it on this podcast before that we wanted to see hot sauce in more things like this. And Hassan said, all right, let me show you guys. And he just brought the fight like no one brings the fight. There's so many Hosses, including this tag match that we're going to talk about very here soon. Like the pure division turning into get punched in the mouth division all the time. <laughs> and it could be this match could be a tag match. Shibata could randomly show up is like amazing. And the, exactly the spirit of Ring of Honor. We get keep getting matches like this every week. We're winning. I swear. Agreed. This one felt like I was like, there's the ROH that I know and mm -hmm. love. Not two minute women squashes. Mm -mm. Stuff like this. This is why I show up to watch my nose ROH. to nose. <laughs> right. Just nasty, <laughs> nasty, violent matches. Mm -hmm. I love it. My favorite mini host at all of wrestling, Gredge. Mm -hmm. He's See? the best. He's the goat. Oh. <laughs> I was watching Hacksaw Jim Duggan earlier, so it's stuck in my head. There you go. Little mm -hmm. Hacksaw. Hacksaw on who? Uh, I don't know, some random Nitro match. It was stupid. <laughs> we're going to circle back to how the hell you stumbled into a random Nitro Jim Duggan match. But It'd first, like we're going to read this chat from mm -hmm. RH who says, 
Here is to Kate, Righteous Reg, Fightful Selected, Athena, your ROH Women's Champion. Who would you like to see Athena's real competition? We'll circle back to that. Because yes. I, I do want to, I want to talk about that at the appropriate time. But I did want to totally. thank you for the, the support up front. Um, I was so excited for this next match because I love the workhorse men. I love mm -hmm. J.D. Drake. I love Anthony Henry. I mm. love them individually and together. I think they do such awesome work. I've been calling for them to be on ROH. They yep. are arrived. Yep. Feels like a brand fit to me. Yes. Perfect. Like, oh, just yeah. delicious stuff perfect. right here. But they are against Shibata, who, what a vibe of a theme, by mm. the way. Every time it hits and the crowd goes nuts, it doesn't get old. It just like gets better every time because it feels like a surprise. I'm pretty sure it is a surprise. Every time it just happens and the crowd's like, what? Shibata's here? Then he comes out and he's Shibata. He's carrying the belt now. It's like, this is good. This is really good stuff that's going on here. And then this tag match was just like, huh, workhorsemen have something to prove and they proved it. Mm -hmm. uh, seeing Shibata get, being able to, to do high impact, but then take a break to be on the, the, the apron and Alex with his superhuman strength he busted out that suplex that everybody likes to see from his butt up to the air a um, deadlift gut wrench deadlift. suplex yeah. on jd drake who is not yes. a small dude like right. yeah that i don't impressive. know um how first of all but yeah this was uh exactly like i was saying about the yuda and hot sauce match these guys got in there and they punched each other in the mouth they slammed each other and they brawled outside and they tried to break each other's legs off and uh, the workhorsemen wanted to smash faces and kick in heads and show that exactly what we've been talking about, that they deserve to be here. And they're one of the best tag teams in the world. Uh, the way that Shibata ended this with just like oh. that brutal elbow into the sleeper, into the PLK. It's just like, master, we see you. You are <laughs> the one. You do do it. This is how you finish a person. Just beautiful tag team action. Another ROH specialty banger. This was a great match on this show today. It is just crazy that, like, I feel like it's a fair thing to say that last year was probably the craziest year in pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. And in 2023, we have Shibata as your ROH pure champion. Like, yeah. what a crazy and also every week. special thing. Like, yeah. and that theme... It's funny because it's not like a banger, but it is just mm -mm. like a vibe. Oh, yeah. it's delicious. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I absolutely loved it. That finisher is is just like such a perfect finishing sequence. And after yeah. the match, we also get Coughlin making a challenge to Shibata for the Pure mm. Championship. Very I love that. It feels very New Japan world. It's his, it his student, right? So mm -hmm. very, very nice to see there. Um, yeah, that penalty kick is nasty. But mm -hmm. all my notes, my notes just say Coughlin took out Drake with the deadlift, got wrench suplex, question mark, holy shit, exclamation yeah. point. So that's totally. that's where my head was at. But hope mm -hmm. to see more of the workhorsemen on TV, please. Same. I love seeing them. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see them against the kingdom. I'd love to see them against the Lucha Brothers. I'd love to see them against Aussie uh, Open. Open. Oh, my God. I'd love to see them against Aussie Open. Please do that match. ASAP. That's the one. Kate got it. Yes. I mm. did, but you're the one who has to book it, Reg, because yeah. you always I mean, get right. You right. get, much like Brian Cage, you get your shit in. You know what I mean? You're right. So 100%. I will, I'll talk to my, my agenter over here. You get mm -hmm. <laughs> Book me some we'll matches, see. but see what we can happen over here. 
Yes, absolutely. We love the workhorsemen, and Ian mm -hmm. and Caprice love Willow Nightingale in this yes. match. Who mm -hmm. doesn't? All right, Willow coming out. You got Ian pretending he can rap. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Ian can, he's, he spits. He's I had my fingers, uh -oh. fingers in my ear while it was happening. So <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs> he crushed I can't. it. Sounded like, um, I don't know if you're a fan of The Office, but whenever Michael Scott has like a moment that he has to rap, it was okay. it was a little along those lines. But it's Willow. Mm -hmm. You can't help it. You're dancing. They're mm -hmm. singing. Oh, I was watching because Willow was there and she's great. The greatest and her charisma just comes off of the screen. I was always when I was advocating for Willow before she became a TV wrestler. You're always wondering, like, is it going to be able to come across to America to the screens? But it totally does. Like everything about her you get it as soon as her entrance hits it's like it's great it's great to see she's unbelievable there's so many mm -hmm. times where i've either heard or witnessed the same thing that uh just the second she comes out people are like who's that i love her mm -hmm. like non-wrestling fans whoever yep. my sister who does not like wrestling was like she's my favorite wrestler i don't watch yeah. wrestling but she's my favorite um totally. she just has that presence about her and you're right sometimes that doesn't always translate to arenas but with her it's just impossible mm -hmm. uh but she does get the win here with a running splash in the corner before hitting the oklahoma stampede from the Britt baker school of finding the hard cam at the end of this too she just stared right into it it was beautiful to see but more w's for willow this is another situation where i feel a little bit confused mm -hmm. um she's doing a lot of AEW work mm -hmm. she gonna be an roh pillar Kind of feel that way about Claudio. He's all over AEW. Mm. Still has a title. I would like clarity. Also, shout out to little mean Kathleen. Holy crap. She is so much fun. She's a standout here in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. You didn't get to see kind of a full expression of who she was because this was a shorter squash match. But she's just such a, a phenomenal wrestling personality. Even when she's mm -hmm. just doing like silly stuff at beyond doing little video packages and stuff she's an absolute riot please check out little me kathleen she's super charismatic a ton of fun and a, a really good wrestler you didn't get to see a lot of it tonight but she's fantastic yeah. i'm very glad she got to be in this spot love mm -hmm. her to death i'm really excited that in these shows we get to see people as themselves like we got to see little mean kathleen if she would have did like a wwe show it'd be like kathleen green or something and it wouldn't be like who she is <laughs> I'm so happy that these people get to like show themselves to the world in the truest forms of who they want themselves to be. We got to see little mean Kathleen being little mean Kathleen, even though, you know, Willow kind of bulldozed her, but you know, things happen. Yeah, but it is nice when it's fun, but there are people who are so character driven too, because it's like, you can also immediately get it with her. Yes, um, exactly. Max Chewy saying we are checking out little mean Kathleen right now. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You won't regret it. She's yep. hilarious on Twitter and stuff too. She's, she is a bunch of fun. And if you want to have a bunch of fun, get in your super chats and your humper yep. chats, talk about the show, more fun happening at Fightful Select. I know that's mm -hmm. right. More coming down mm -hmm. the pipeline. And it's not just CM Punk. There was tons of contract news. There's mm -hmm. going to be more contract news because you've got some important AEW contracts coming up mm -hmm. and some big WWE contracts coming down the line. Yep. So much wrestling news happening and it ain't stopping. It never does. So mm, It's busy out there. It is. It is busy out there. More <laughs> wrestling than ever. I'm not complaining about it. No, I'm not complaining it. about it. We got the mm -hmm. debut of Gredge tonight. There's so much. Gredge, I mean, <laughs> it's just too many debuts. I should have got a vignette before I before I came. Well, I didn't. 
just going to introduce me to the show with nothing. Here's Gredge. Everybody's like, who the fuck is Gredge? And I just came out just not guns even blazing. Kenny Omega mm. could put you over, mm-hmm. man. Nope. I'm saying. No way. Nope, no not way. Even Kenny. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what was over in my living room today. Stu Grayson and Tony Nese. When I yes. saw this on the card, I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be mm-hmm. a sleeper of a banger. Mm-hmm. A sleep banger. Banging in your sleep. I uh, like this one a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was banging well, in your sleep. It was banging in your sleep. If I had a Bluetooth read, I'd be so happy right now. So we gotta. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and get us some sponsorships. But uh, this was a really, really fun match. It ends with Grayson hitting a Pele kick, followed with a running knee, and then Grayson getting dropped by knees from a fireman's carry to a backbreaker for the win. Yeah. Um. This was awesome. This yeah. also felt like right in the ROH wheelhouse. This is the mm-hmm. wrestling I show up for. Before Stu even re-signed, I was yeah. like, he feels like an ROH fit. Get that man back here. Happy mm-hmm. to see him showing out in matches like this. I thought this was a whole bunch of fun. Um, and then after, we got a nice little promo from The Righteous, your mm-hmm. brethren in righteousness. Yep, yep. Uh, kind of insinuating that the Dark Order left Stu Grayson behind while he was on hiatus. Yep. And that they want to help him out. Hey, points are made. Points are made. I really, really like um this presentation of the righteous we've seen it mm-hmm. kind of go through evolutions i know spooky stuff is your wheelhouse so mm-hmm. this kind of falls into that a little bit but is a mm-hmm. little bit more grounded really really like this from vincent though i like these more sincere promos from them they're pretty fun I they say- have never said why bray wyatt used to carry vincent's head to the ring when he had that head that was vincent's head if you want to look it up right now when Bray Wyatt used to carry a head to the ring, that thing looked exactly like Vincent's head. It's some kind. I don't know what it is. They're playing some kind of mind games, but the mind games are still being played. Watch. Look it up. You'll see it. But yeah, this was cool. I liked it. I do like their new presentation. It's it's not as backwoodsy. It's kind of like uh, psychological over like spooky even, which is cool. Um, yeah, this creepy. match. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> this match was tight. This was everything you would want from Tony Nese, who's kind of been just like floating in some kind of weird air out there in <laughs> AW and ROH land where it's like, we all know how super talented he is, but he's kind of getting lost in the shuffle of the, you know, Davaris and Mark Sterling's and everything that he's kind of been attached to. But then right here with Stu, we knew when Stu got re-signed, I knew that from the moment when, Moxley had that match with Evil Uno and Stu tweeted like, it's beef, I'm coming to find your ass, that it was on. And so when he came and found his ass, it's been on ever since then. He's had like a reunited, reignited kind of fire. I mean, he never lost it, but I mean, you know, things, whatever happened before he, you know, left for the couple of times, I don't know what it was, but he's came back on a different level. And this match right here was like, Yo, let me show y'all. I'm one of the best in the world. He had a couple of sick dives here. There's one point he did a springboard and he got reversed into the guardrail. That was very scary looking moment and very cool looking moment. Also, at the same time, these guys got it into that extra gear. Uh, These are the type of matches like if it were me and we were taping after Rampage or Dynamite, I just have six of these matches back-to-back, just heat, 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 heat. Like, you want to burn this crowd out? I'm going to burn you guys out with some fire. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the type of shit I want to see after I've been to a long show. I'm sure that's how the Gringo and uh, Bakingo matches match went. It's like, no, just get somebody out there that's going to work hard. These guys were going 100 miles per hour. They're reversing. They were doing some fancy, dope shit. I love this match a lot. So great to see Stu back. I want to see him and Uno lock it up, uh, you know, in tag team action some more. Another tag team that the workhorsemen would have a fucking oh. tremendous match with. So Big let's see what happens. Time. Big into that idea. Mm-hmm. Fully agree with you. This is really good. I am intrigued to see what happens with the touring product. Because if yeah. they're going to be doing more rampages, logically it makes sense to group this in. If there's this alleged Saturday show coming, we'll see mm-hmm. if it happens or whatever mm-hmm. the rumor is. I'm wondering if it this is almost like a test pilot of like, hey, does this work as a traveling show? And then maybe they pair it off with something else. But You're right. Um, because one thing I also noticed here is like we also just don't have as many championship defenses, which is what yep. made the the earlier taping so much more fun to me. Like mm-hmm. you had Samoa Joe there, you mm-hmm. the Lucha Brothers haven't been on the past two episodes since winning. Nope. So Mm-mm. Kind of feels a little bit um, less. It, it it draws less investment from me. But yeah, I thought that the Lucha Bros being tag team champions were mean we're gonna get tag team title defenses, but they are nowhere to be found, and I'm not liking that. Now that you bring that up, like, what's going on here? I want to see the yeah. Lucha Bros wrestle. Yeah, I want to see the Lucha Bros wrestle all the time. So yeah, come on. I uh, put it on my screen mm-hmm. right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We do have some more people filing in. I think a lot of people thought we were probably starting at our usual like 905. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, you guys. Welcome aboard. We are about Mm -hmm. a little over halfway through, but we did get some more chats, and we Mm -hmm. thank you for those. Ronald Hollick saying, happy wrestling, everyone. Happy wrestling to you, too. Yeah, thank you. Matt Raquel saying, nice hoodie, best friend, Kate. Look, it's like 85 degrees out, okay? No bias. But my Sam Punk t-shirt is in the laundry. Mm-hmm. And I had to show it. We're doing an ROH show. The house that Punk built. It's connections. It's connections. I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. excited for the possibility of his return, or it sounds like his inevitable return. Yeah. It's been like an eight month narrative around this guy. I'm ready to move mm. on from it. Let's I've heard, go. I've heard too many stories, too many angles, too many things. I'm like, can we just get this shit going, bro? I'm tired yeah, of it. Yeah. Let's get rocking and rolling. Mm. And he's healthy. So let the man That's fight. It. Let's go. Um, mm-hmm. He said, feel better, Kate. Top guy out. Well, thank you so much. It is uh, allergies and not having not talked about wrestling since two Saturdays ago. But I love this shit. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? You've been going that long? Um. Yes. That's From insane. Sunday before Mania, I had Kate and Joel call it in the ring from Overbooked. And then I haven't stopped because... This weekend I did commentary at Excite, so I've had no days off, and then I'm going to New Japan this weekend. So. Wow! <laughs> so I'll tell you what: the third weekend of April, a single wrestling match not going to be watched. I not one wrestling match. That. <laughs> You'll have watched three thousand before then, but after that, zero. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Let's 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 pull back a minute. How did you mm-hmm. end up on a weird ass Nitro? Oh Jim yeah, yeah. Okay. Match? What it's were not you really doing watching Nitro? I have uh, Peacock, the cock. You have and the cock. so I have the cock and I usually just put on something random and it's usually either ECW hardcore TV or nitro from okay. like 96 to 97 because the cruiserweight stuff was like top notch there. And then Hacksaw Jim Duggan came on and he was doing this gimmick where he would 
his finisher was he would wrap his hands in in the athletic tape and punch him. But I'm like, wrestlers come to the ring with their hands wrapped every match. Why is this any different? And he was beating guys all the time. And people would be like, oh, there he is. And sometimes he would hide it from the referee. And I'm like, but peep, the other guy you're wrestling has his hands wrapped. This doesn't even make sense. But shout out to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Great character. Two by four, hose, all that. I love it. He's great. I just adore that it's like, is it is it brass tape? Yeah, like, no, what, is it different? I don't understand. <laughs> Do you got different tape? Does that hit harder than the tape that your opponent has on? Because your opponent's not knocking you out with his. Yeah, and uh, it's, you know, tape. So It's tape. <laughs> too good. Too good. Explain I yourself, Hacksaw. Yeah, I want answers. I want mm-hmm. answers. Ronald Hollick saying, hey, Kate and Reg, love your coverage and analysis of ROH. Well, thank you. Thank you. And all your wrestling platforms going to Pittsburgh for Dynamite this week and Ooh, looking wow. forward to New Japan Collisions in D.C. and Philly for the weekend. I am also going to New Japan Collision in D.C. and Philly this weekend. That's a lot of hot shows, it sounds like. Y'all are lucky. I'm jealous. Oh, oh, are you after you mm. got to see Super Card of Honor in person oh, and hang out with uh, all your best friends as Two okay. weeks. All right. Touche. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. I know mm-hmm. uh, Jared Bailey will be at that dynamite and possibly mm-hmm. our own Jeremy Lambert. So if you Sweet. see people, yeah, yeah say hi. Those New Japan shows are going to be hot. They got some super hot cards. They got mm-hmm. some New Japan legends, some future legends, everything in between. It's like, yeah, good time. Yeah, but you know who's not going to be there now? Because mm. you got hernia. Mm. Just like my favorite act of wrestling, probably. <laughs> what a great way to tell someone about your hernia, though. Am I right? Yeah, he's so good, man. Wow. I just like he could be like, if you go fishing, you'll be a billionaire, and I'd be like, I buy it. Uh, yeah, like I'm I don't want to get my fishing pole right now. Like, yeah, I I'm like I should go one thousand percent. Dick Sporting Goods or wherever mm-hmm. the fuck you buy a fishing pole. Right. Like Couldn't he just you. sells you on everything. Mm-hmm. This was really, really well done. It does yes. leave the door open for it to be run back. I don't know if mm-hmm. that was the immediate plan. Um, but I did like him saying, like, I was pissed off. I did mm-hmm. want to quit. I did run want to run away, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, continuing that character piece, I think, is really, really important. This isn't actually where it is in the show, but because of the synergy with the Super Chats. We'll bring mm-hmm. it up now. Mm-hmm. Um that sucks. It sucks that Eddie Kingston's mm. gonna be sidelined. It sounded like he's been dealing with it since <laughs> September, though. Yeah. So Which take care crazy. of yourselves, people. Get your surgeries. Yeah. Be careful. Hernia. September. That's some months. That's a, that's not a little bit of time. It's not like for two months. No, he was like going at it high like speed, full impact with the hernia. Yeah, it's he was just... playing Claudio, man. Like it's that's a lot. Mm, mm, mm. But this promo was beautiful if you could give promo stars it was a five-star promo eddie kingston is like you really believe that he's a pro wrestler that he wants to beat people up that he hates you and every time he does a promo like this you just develop an even deeper emotional connection with him as a pro wrestler somebody you still want to see when we we were all so bummed and all the roh fandom was bummed seeing him lose that title match against claudio and for him to kind of convey, like, I, I don't want to say that I'm making excuses. I had this hernia. Um, I went in with this strategy of 
thinking that I was hot shit when Claudio really is. He put Claudio over pretty hard in here. He's like, I went there thinking I was hot shit, but Claudio is a bad motherfucker and you can't go in there less than a thousand trying to take the championship from this guy. And I didn't do what I needed to do. Claudio was a better man. I got this here and I'm going to try to continue to move forward. And he gave up a couple of gems. He was like, um, I have the AEW contract. I know I'm over here in ring of honor. Remember he was saying, he fuck all the contract shit. He's saying yeah. got this contract, but I'm doing my thing over here and we're going to try to move forward. So he really gave it up in this promo. Amazing promo, amazing work, opened the door for a rematch, but then just really just did what he always does best. And that's help you develop a greater love and experience as being an Eddie Kingston fan. And hopefully he'll get this win whenever. I don't know what it's going to be, when it's going to be or how it's going to happen, but we need it. You guys, we do healing towards him. But to your point, I really loved how he put Claudio over him saying that the knock on Claudio was that he's not violent enough. Mm -hmm. And he was like, fooled me, man. Like, I loved that. That was so good. And Mm -hmm. talking about his first match in AEW saying, uh, you know, he had said, um, win or learn. And that there Mm -hmm. is no losing unless you learn from it. I was like, this is how you merge. Like that's about as as baby face as an Eddie Kingston's going to get. Yeah. Because I feel like the rest of your time is he's like, I'm going to kick your ass and here's why I want to totally works every time, but this Mm -hmm. was really, really good and makes sense for someone who's going to be off screen a little bit. There you go. Mm -hmm. If he's going to be off, this is a great way to miss him even more. So when he comes back, it's going to be impactful. Hopefully it's not for too long. I don't know how this hernia shit goes on. I don't know what this is, but you know, hopefully he's already on the road to recovery. Shout out to Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I think, I don't know, but I think hernias are one of those ones that you kind of learn how bad it is once you're in there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed it's not too bad. I'm The way he wrestles, I can't believe he's held up this long without any hernia surgery. He's so hard. Like if it. I think about some of the matches that he had while in that time, I'm like, dude, what were you doing? You Akiyama? Yeah. Like, do come on, man. <laughs> That Jay White match in uh, San Jose. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I have no empathy for you not seeing oh, the yeah, upcoming shows. You were yeah, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mercedes debut. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I got it. I got it. Spoiled little brat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we move along uh, to Darius Martin and Mike Bennett um, in a match that I don't want to say I didn't like it. I didn't like the booking around it. I hated the finish. I hated it. I hated the finish too. There was a couple of things I hated in here, actually, honestly, if I'm keeping it real with you, Kate. You can keep it real with me. I will say um, that I, yeah, I was, I was not a fan of uh, the DQ that happened when Taven ran in. Hated it. Hated it because it was fun up to then. Mike Bennett is again great. They were having, they were doing a lot of super fun stuff. And then the finish happened and action Andretti replacing Dante or whatever they're doing. Hate, 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 hate it. I hate it so much. I don't like it at all. Zero percent. I think it sucks. They were like, let's find another light skinned dude and put him in here. No, he could do flips. No, he's the same. He's not the same. This isn't the same. We were all looking forward to seeing Darius. 
get his shit off as a singles wrestler. And it was happening right here in this match. And you shit on it in the match with this dumbass DQ finish that I hated so much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't hey. like DQ finishes, Mm-mm. and I really don't like them in my ROH. I know I sound like Karen, but I gotta be honest. Seriously, got dude. it out of here. I would you like to speak this to DQ your shit. No, man. About what? This. I also feel like, hey, you really just uh, straight up dropped the action and ready Jericho storyline that I over. was like the first thing that I liked that Jericho had done in a while. I was excited about it. I thought it was a really productive use of Jericho. And I was like, oh, this is great. Action and Ready keeps like costing Jericho wins. And I'm they'll probably return to it later. I but that's so. a story that like yeah. that feels one like I feel about Keith Lee and Swerve. Should have capitalized on it in the moment. Totally. Like, sometimes the iron is hot and you're not like, well, if I leave it plugged in when I run out of the house, it'll still be hot when I get back. No, like strike nope. the iron right mm-hmm. there. Um and yeah, I don't I don't need I honestly don't need Darius tagging with anybody else. No. Like just be in the singles match. He has a lifetime tag partner. If his lifetime tag team partner's out, we're going to do a single Darius Martin until he comes back. It don't even look right, him tagging with well, fucking great. action Andretti. Man, I hate it. I hate it so much. Also this. This was my other thought. Is Wouldn't it be the guy who he was in a trio with? But he what? got rented by Blake Christian and company, so maybe not. Look, um, a man could cap real quick. I just was I just lied here on camera because if that was Air Fox that would have ran out, my whole demeanor <laughs> would be changed right here. I'd be talking about something totally different. I'd be like, damn, Darius and AR Fox, I love it. I we'd be like, it. brilliant move. That's the perfect substitution. Hypocrite. Uh, right but, here in your face, you guys. 
they were also a trio. Like that would have made sense. They had a history action and ready. You laid like, the foundation out for us, you guys. What are you? Why are you changing it? And then we're we're gonna build a house over there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. We don't need that foundation. We like that over there. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Also, get Air Fox back on my screen. Yes. I want I me some Air Fox on here. Come on, man. <laughs> Follow up saying, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that caught that they put Darius with the guy who looks closest to Don. Seriously, like, they were what? like, hmm, who would know? <laughs> this guy looks like him. You can do it. No, we don't want that. I don't want it because he looks like him. That's awful. <laughs> it's not great. It doesn't look great. Um, and you're right. It almost feels like, and this isn't a reflection on Action and Dreddy. No. But it is kind of like, did you, did you put diet dante martin in there because even from yes. like a move set perspective too, just if like, you're look just that's the perspective this perception i'm looking at it's like you just got dante martin 2.0 no dude i don't want that i don't want that if anything it should be an opportunity to pair them with someone completely different but it should have been ar fox or nobody that's it we know what we're talking about come of course. on Tony, huh? guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats it's only 925. We got a jump start on things. Thought mm-hmm. there'd be a little more, not gonna lie, I thought CM Punk might have been a hotter topic of discussion, but uh, I'm glad that we're actually getting to talk about ROH because I like to talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. But also, after Reg and I are out of here, stay tuned for the Impact post-show with Cresta Star, who is just the most fun in the whole wide world, and Joel Pearl. They have the Go Home to Rebellion coming up. I gotta be honest, does it feel like every episode is a go home to some sort of impact special to you? I mean, if we're keeping it a thousand, yes. Right. And I like- think that's a good thing for them because they need to consistently being the way that they format, they do the format of tapings. It's like it always should be building to something. And I think that's how it works out for them. It's always like in two weeks, there's another show. You guys don't forget. So. Like and that it. is part of their structure that they do those like built-in specials. But I was like, mm-hmm. we just had multiverse like a minute and a half totally. ago. But yeah. there should be an update on Mickey James injury status, which I know is a, a big piece of what's going on there. Josh Alexander relinquishing the title in a really well done segment last mm-hmm. week. Um, so stay tuned for that. They're going to bring you everything you mm-hmm. need to know about impact. Or if you just kind of want to keep up with the product, but Thursdays mm-hmm. are like a day you take off or chill on, on mm-hmm. some things. That's I didn't want to um, <laughs> ask you about something because you were tweeting about something. So we have a little bit of extra time. Oh, we got, we got time. Tweeting about AEW All Access earlier <laughs> and how it's just like kind of eh. And then I saw someone else because I've been thinking, I've watched a couple of these episodes. Someone else said, this show is making me hate Britt Brit Baker. Because someone, <laughs> it was like a thread of like, uh, someone said that they thought that Britt Baker was going to be something, but the producers are like, she's going to be this because she doesn't look really great in a lot of these episodes. It looks like she's hating. Most of the time, she's like, I'm just a big fucking hater. And it's like, I don't really know if that's the perception they were trying to give out on this show, but that's where we landed. She does look a little off base from what it seemed like they were going for. This Mm -hmm. happened on total divas all the time too there's mm. like a, a sincere issue with if you're doing a wrestling reality show where that lines up with where you're at with actual wrestling programming because it's taped mm-hmm. ahead of time and right. i think they try to be like okay if you're a heel you got to be kind of an asshole and if you're mm-hmm. a face we want you to come across oh, like good even, guy. even in the show they're doing For, like, face dynamics continuity sake i know that was like a big 
Vince McMahon thing was like he didn't want champions on the show because he didn't want them to be exposed or whatever. Like he didn't like if you were a face and you were being in this dramatic situation mm. or whatever. So all access has not been great so far, but I will absolutely mm. keep watching it. Yeah, like, it's, it's a show to watch, but it's not like a must see <laughs> TV show. It's just kind of like when I when I was like this show's about Sammy Guevara being the hero. I was like, I don't know if it's really gonna. <laughs> And there's, it's just so, it's just such a reality show. It's just yeah. like, it's very obviously scripted. I liked the the Kyle and Adam Cole stuff. I know Alex mm-hmm. Pulaski had said kind of the same thing there that um, there were some sincere feeling moments in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything that's like, well, we're, our entryway is to focus on wrestling couples. I'm kind of like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Let's see them go out to lunch and talk about their match now. No, no, mm-hmm. I'm good. We talk about matches a lot. Like yeah. I've done it a lot over the past exactly. two weeks. So. There you go. <laughs> but we will hop back in here because we are kind of coming down the home stretch, getting those super chats and humper chats. If you would like, we get what I thought was awesome here. We got a, a proving ground match. You guys know how I feel about proving ground matches. I love things that make sense. Mm-hmm. I love devices that are so clearly laid out. Mm-hmm. That they have one purpose that can lead to a million different conclusions. It's so awesome to me. But we got Athena. The MVP of Ring of Honor. Athena, ROH Women's World Champion. Just Reg, this is just like mm. an all-time run, man. Mm. What more can we say about this? Because every week we come in here and say how great she is. And then the next week, she's just great again. It's like, oh, okay, you're going to just keep doing this? Great. This is awesome. Reg, as a white girl, getting called a porcelain trash bag hussy is probably one of the best insults that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Athena was like giving it up to everybody. So I'm going to beat your ass in the ring and I'm going to talk shit. It's, oh uh, my gosh. I, and- I don't know what she's been drinking, what's in the water, what the motivation is. But keep drinking the water. Keep being motivated. Keep hating everybody. And keep being just awful wrestling personality because it's great for us she's fantastic man she Mm -hmm. wins with the o face here but i do also Mm. want to talk about ashley dambois uh performance in this because i thought she was really really good too she did a really great job of selling for a lot of the stuff that athena was laying in i have a feeling it's probably not like a hard leap from the style (laughs) that she has but Mm-hmm. They let her get in some offense early before Athena kind of took control here. And I really liked it. Just some clean arm drags in the beginning. And yep. they, they built out a nice little story for something that otherwise didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much you've seen of, of her, but Ashley Dambois is a uh, really, really great uh, hand that we've, we've seen on Dark. I see her in the Northeast mm-hmm. a lot. She's very bright, very bright future with her and really good to see her here. But I was really impressed by her selling. Like sometimes when she was in certain spots, she was like looking for air. Like it, yeah. it felt like Athena was cutting off her air little supply. Things, like it, the little things. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Love seeing that. Mm-hmm. And then after uh, Athena goes her porcelain trash bag, yeah. Hussie and hits her with mm-hmm. the title. And threatens Lexi, says if you don't bring if they yeah, don't bring next. me better competition, I'm gonna beat you up. I'm like, damn Athena, why are you beating everybody up? They're gonna give you better competition. Why are you acting like that? You're acting so mean. Also, you're running to the pay window, girl. Be happy. Yes. You, you keep getting fine. You should be happy. It should be e- you're having easy uh scoutings if you if you think that's how it is, but they're not. You're beating these people up very bad. This was great. The finish uh was 
beautiful. Oh. Great sale. Great. Like, I'm glad that Athena hasn't been doing it every week. Like, she's been mixing it up like the Blackpool Combat Club. You don't know how she might end a match this week. And so for her to hit the O-Face, tremendous O-Face. Ashley was... This was like if this was this was called a proving ground match, and exactly was that that if this was like a tryout for her, it was like perfect score. You did everything that you should do in there. You sold amazing when you got your offense in. It was great. You had a great showing afterwards, like a plus across the board. That's exactly what you need to do in a match like this. The ROH MVP Athena. Uh, if this is what's gonna happen for the rest of the year, she's just gonna have these great matches with all these different personality wrestlers from across the world just keep doing it okay. athena for champ forever i don't ever want to see her lose i'm sorry uh who do you want to see the next kind of like feud get built out with that was mm. one of the super chats before man well, uh, i'm biased tease was something else i'm like waiting on it but that's pretty great uh i'm gonna be biased and say trisha Dora off rip it's how it looked like we were going in that trajectory a little bit a few weeks ago i don't know what's happened trisha Dora is nowhere to be found again that match she had was going was great uh shout out to the homie we just talked about her she got signed billy starks if billy starks yep. could gain some momentum get some wins keep doing what she's been doing pretty much that match with Jade was awesome. One of Jade's best matches in her entire run. So Billy, uh, Trinity, yes, like you said, would be just like another level. And you know that they probably have some great things planned already to see Trinity out of WWE for the first time would be fucking euphoric. So sign me up. What about you, Kay? You got any other little special ones maybe? Sure. I, um... The only reason I hesitate on Trisha Dora is I want her to be the one to to take it from her. I think that could yeah, be really, okay. really special. So I like that. I, I like that. I think the way they're building Sky Blue could be very mm -hmm. interesting. But there is a part of me that like the type of face that Sky Blue is. I'm like, I kind of want her to get fed to Athena right now. Like it, <laughs> it kind of feels like with as vicious of a heel she is and yeah. as like innocent as uh sky blue you want to see her be, get built up to be built i'm not mad be get built up to be beat for sky yeah, blue yeah, yeah, yeah i want I like to see it. her kind of get destroyed mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i would love to see and i know this is like of course like the hottest name on the free agent market but like uh this version of athena versus a mercedes is, is just mean, my god on, yeah <laughs> to be made we love it we would yeah. cry watching it that's the so one good. So I mean, you know, and like there's the she said it in the ROH press conference, Athena and Jamie Hayter is just like floating in the air. We're waiting for that one day yes. to happen. So there's a bunch for Athena. A lot. Like a lot, a lot. There is. There definitely is. And I'm sure when Mercedes Martinez is healthy, that would also be a mm. fun place to bring her back. Stylistically, yes. I would love to see Diamante get like a, a mm -hmm. feud feud with Athena. I think that could mm -hmm. be really fun. She's been working on Dark for like four years. Give her a storyline, please. She's really good, and I feel a dark like wrestler. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer because I feel like the all that went down with Evelise or whatever, and then it was kind of like she just wasn't on TV anymore, and I was like, well, that ain't her fault. But it wasn't her fault. No, and she and she's really really good, and just stylistically, I think that would be so mm -hmm. fun because they both would beat the hell out of each other. So mm -hmm. those would be my picks. Those porcelain trash bags are who I. <laughs> All that's going to bang. There's not one match that we mentioned that wouldn't be amazing. So Athena, the ROH MVP, 
please continue with the amazingness. We love it. Yeah, hell yeah. Speaking of amazing, Claudio Castagnoli versus mm, Metalik. This match was oh, this match was tight. This match was <laughs> fantastic. I'll throw it over to you. I'll throw it over to you to get yes. your thoughts. But this was great. Mm. I'll say my favorite part about it was I love how Claudio did everything in his power to keep Metalik from going to the top ropes. It was yeah. very like cerebral in that storytelling. Mm-hmm. I really, really loved. What were your thoughts? This was a supreme spot foo, as they would say. <laughs> Claudio's one of the best wrestling bases there is. We forget because he's been he's been locked in feuds with like Eddie Kingston, and he's been with the Blackpool Combat Club, where he hasn't had to wrestle uh, guys like Madalik, and he hasn't had to to show things that he has in his arsenal that are insane. And this match here, he showed a couple of them. He let a couple of them out the out the thing. Metalik was on his thing the whole match. He was doing the rope walking, the Ranas. That rope walk into the Rana was insane. Claudio was playing like the best base you could see next to Gringo Loco. When you guys see Gringo Loco, you'll see what a great base is about. But Claudio here was like a luchador in the way that he was interacting with Metalik in all moments. We've seen some, there's been some spots that Claudio has that he's done in like PWG and Chikara that are just gifts and videos that he still has in his arsenal that are still be here to blow people's minds when he wants to bring them out. And he just does little things so great. This was such a different title defense than most of the title defenses we've seen him have as Ring of Honor champion. But this is the type of stuff I knew we always were going to get when he signed back over. When he signed over from WWE, is that he's going to get to interact with all these different types of people, these different luchadors, and he's going to really get to go for it. This is one of my one of my favorite Claudio matches he's had since returning back. He's had some really fun things. I mean, he returned. Oh, I keep saying return. I don't know since he debuted in AEW, but he debuted against Zack Saber Jr. And I'm still like, this Madalik shit is the type of Claudio that I like to see. Just him being like the best big fucking guy there is he could throw strikes but then he could also take everything that it is and the, i don't know if you saw before we got onto the show uh they tweeted out a promo video that he did right after the match and it was much better than that promo that i hated so much last time so it's <laughs> like you know what things are changing this was awesome i loved it this is spot food this is flips this is strikes this is anger this is finesse just a beautiful main event in that crowd somehow i don't know Shea Monster in the chat saying final boss, Claudio. I love it. Mm, I love 1, it. One thousand percent. One little Miko nod there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh Cam Watson saying my first ROH show I've seen proper. Wow, just wow. This is my favorite wrestling brand. Mm-hmm. I just love it. I love the presentation of it. I did yep. like the we talked about it already, but I do like the presentation that they had earlier, like before yeah. Supercard. That is the direction That's I'd it. like to see them go, but same no here. complaints. Like you give me Tony Nisa and Stu Grayson, I'm a happy girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So good stuff there. Reg, we are like uncharacteristically early. I've never done a show in my life where someone's been like, Kate, you're early. It's I've called being efficient. Yeah, you see? See, we're in a good wheelhouse. And we did get a little bit of a jump start because this was like an hour and a half or an hour 35, a little bit closer to, which was mm-hmm. I really liked when they had the one hour format, the two hours that they were giving us were so chock full that I wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I will I will take it. But we have a little bit of room to to talk, so we can pull back a little bit here. We can talk some general ROH, and then we can mm-hmm. we can rec spec a little bit about Punk. Uh, yeah, I think overall in ROH we're taking the temperature. We're both kind of on the same page that it's a little bit predictable. We're both on mm-hmm. the same page that we would like some clarity around who's wrestling on what brand and what division. Mm-hmm. Um, any particular talent that you want to see get mixed up? You were talking about Claudio's match tonight, how it was one of your favorite defenses. His match with Takeshita on Battle of the Belts was one of my favorite, maybe mm-hmm. my favorite Battle of the Belts matches ever because mm-hmm. um, nothing happens there. So no. uh, retention of the belts. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, who? what other talent do you want to see kind of get mixed in here? Anybody you feel uh, like getting left out? I I I think a lot, I like I like a lot of what they were doing before. Like you bring up Takeshita, and I think like you saying his name immediately. Samoa Joe came to my brain. I'm like, damn, a Samoa Joe and Takeshita match would be pretty insane. Where's Samoa Joe at? What's going on here? I know that the tapings. I tried to avoid most of the things going on what they taped last night, but I know they made a couple moves and they did a couple things that are gonna establish what's going forward. But I just like to see them, like you said, incorporate the championships more because I think we had a pretty good trajectory going into this. This show today didn't really tell any championship stories for me or anything that any contenders that are next up. I think there's a like we said, there's a lot of contenders for Athena that could be next up, but nobody really got the momentum. Are they building to Willow? Are they building Willow for the outcast and, uh, you know, other thing in AEW? What's going on here? What's going to happen? I think that the what they're laying out here is going to to be pretty well because they're establishing a lot of players in like the pure division. I thought the pure division, this might have been a pure division show today here with what they did with Yuta and Hot Sauce and that tag match. So I'm a little bit on the fence. I thought after the pay-per-view, we were going to have a little bit harder establishing on what's going on. This taping schedule is driving me crazy. The crowds are (laughs) never going to get into it. No matter what, even if we, the real, real gig is even if they pair them together and they're like, Hey, there's rampage and ROH is still not going to work. It has to be come watch ring of honor. And that's fucking it. To, for this to work because if anything is attached to rampage then you're gonna you're gonna this is how these tapings go they have like an hour of dark or whatever and then rampage and then they they get to roh by the time they get to roh half of those people don't care about roh no matter how you try to tell them what's going on tony khan gives great speeches he's like stick around fucking claudio's gonna be there blah 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 all these people it sounds good but nobody's going to stick around because that's not what's going to happen. So we need to get these tapings back to the studio because it was going fun there and we all liked it and it was great. And the stories were being told in a different light. So um, I don't know. There's a bunch of TVs every week to establish. We're not really building towards anything at the moment. So I'm hoping more things get established next week. I'm with you on that. I feel like I love ROH, but like I also have to work Thursday morning. It would be really tough for me to stick around for a taping that starts at 11 p.m. or 11.15, really, if you think about swapping out ring aprons and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I don't love nothing like picking nets here. Like I've still really enjoyed the product the past couple weeks, but 
I, it does feel like it's getting influenced a little bit. Like we weren't mm -hmm. seeing DQs. We weren't seeing mm -hmm. three minute women's matches. I know we got three women's mm -hmm. matches tonight, which rules. That's unfortunate. Um, but the, yeah, the but we were getting like, you're going to get Trisha Dora and Billy mm -hmm. Starks or something. And then like, you're also going to get Willow and Athena. And that mm -hmm. I was like, that's my edge of the, edge of the seat stuff that I'm looking mm -hmm. for right there. So mm -hmm. I, and just the presentation in general, feels different because of course it does like it's being taped at a different place so totally with you on that um i'm intrigued to see how much of this all feels like a pilot like if mm. we're on a streaming service we're kind of mm -hmm. dipping our toe into the water of touring mm -hmm. live <clears throat> plenty of rumors plenty mm -hmm. of rumors out there about hbo max is it going to mm -hmm. be called max is peacock going to be called the cock because mm -hmm. it's being called max like there's yep. so many questions going around Hella questions. <laughs> but um, I'm wondering if you know maybe Tony Khan couldn't get a TV deal, so he went streaming service, and this is like here is your test case scenario. Mm -hmm. That could be something that ends up being really really fun about it. Yeah. Um, do you think maybe we're heading in that direction where it does eventually become a TV standalone product in a way, and maybe it does piggyback off of a different touring schedule of some sort? I mean, if this was if this is a test, I think they're doing pretty well. They had a great pay-per-view. Most of the shows that they've had have been really good. The reception has been great for a lot of what they've done. It seems like a really good uh, indicator if they were to use that to move forward with um, a streaming service. Um, I hope so. I hope, I mean, you know, anytime that these streaming things are happening, it's always better for the wrestling industry. And there's, a, I was reading some rumors today about maybe Wembley's connected to uh, aid to, to the streaming thing and Warner Brothers and there's anniversaries and all these things going on. So it's about to get super interesting out there. Yes, it Isn't is. it? And we know Nigel is here. Let's pull back oh, a bit that further. thing, Kate. There was no Nigel on the show, and it we, we could feel it. I mean, I love Ian and Caprice. You know, we come and play them favorites. every week. They're amazing. But damn, that tease of not having Nigel last week. You can't give me Nigel and then take Nigel away. It's that part. You know what come I mean? On. Come on. Why would you show me something if I don't get to see it? Come on. Come on, man. Big tease. You could have been uh, like, hey, Nigel, this is just a one-time thing. Don't get your hopes up, you guys, because we all got our hopes up. Yeah, we really did. We really mm. did. And maybe Nigel was supposed to stick around, but he was like, I'm not staying up till one in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> I ain't resigned for this. I got Wembley mm. to go sell out. I got things True. to figure out. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have an interesting schedule of events coming up, right? We got Double mm -hmm. or Nothing. Could turn into Double or Muffin. Who knows? Yep. Could yep, be. Yep, 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 yep. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There's TV deals in play that mm -hmm. are probably going to be up for renewal. There's CM Punk returning probably inevitably whatever there's mm -hmm. forbidden door probably inevitably definitely gonna happen definitely gonna happen it sounds <laughs> like but go to fightfulselect.com to find out for sure <laughs> what might be going on there but um or what is going on there i, I do think you should probably go to fightful select for all the details but yeah, it is interesting totally. from the perspective of I feel like the only time that AEW booking got weird mm -hmm. uh, was the run from when we had so much to build to with like pay-per-view, Forbidden Door, Blood and Guts. And then, of course, we had the suspensions and ROH titles taking up AEW TV time. Mm -hmm. 
it was, I never felt like the product was bad, but I, it did kind of dilute it for me a little bit because we had so mm -hmm. many things going on at once. Do you have any concerns from just like the viewership standpoint of we are building to Forbidden Door, Wembley, Chicago, uh, like there's, there's so many things coming into play again here. Any, any thoughts there? Um, that's funny because, uh, what the show we're talking about now ring of honor remember last year they we kind of had a thing like this in ring of honor they were trying to implement ring of honor in there and it wasn't working because nobody really cared about ring of honor and it's funny to see how we are kind of a year later um no i'm excited about all of it because it's only going to lead to a lot of amazing things a lot of the stuff we talked about today is going to come to fruition a lot of things we don't know any idea about nobody's talking about anything are also going to happen there's other free agents in the world there's people uh contracts ending soon there's so many different pieces that are going to be added and subtracted and divided and all kinds of things before we get into that season and i only think it's going to be better for everybody because everybody's going to be trying to get into the spot and uh, and different than like there's not enough spots there's so many spots now there's like you could be on this show if you're not on Wembley you could still be on all out if you're not on this you could still be on forbidden door if you're not over here you could still be doing this and that match that you could potentially have is could be something crazy we could potentially see Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr in one of these matches we could potentially see uh Philadelphia uh um, I don't know, punk. Uh, so I don't know. They could be have things <laughs> happening. Uh, FTR, Elite, Kenny Omega, and uh, they just announced the thing with uh, his U.S. championship in New Japan. Mm -hmm. Potentially be seeing Kenny and Will Ospreay round two. Um, Okada and Kenny potential. There's so many potential amazing matches that we could see that. This is only great for the wrestling business. And even on the other side, I don't know too much about what they're going on there. They got a whole bunch of events coming up that are going to be doing something. And they're going to disappoint their fans once again. And they're going to come onto the internet and they're going to complain. And we're all going to laugh about it. We are. We're going to have a good time about it. I am intrigued to see with these WWE contracts coming to an end, if there is yeah. any UK talent that gets poached there. Mm. Uh, we saw that GYV already requested their release. It hasn't been granted yet. Mm -mm. I don't think we've heard that it's been denied. I'm wondering if it's a thing where they're actively in an angle on NXT. Maybe they wind mm -hmm. it up and let them out of their contracts. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't want GYV walking out the door with Wembley Stadium hanging in the balances there. But what are your thoughts about what Wembley might be, right? If we mm -hmm. look at the roots of All In, it wasn't an AEW thing. It didn't mm -hmm. exist yet. We had a yeah. whole amalgamation of stuff. I always say it was like the best of the indies and Rey Mysterio, yeah. which is awesome. Do so, you think we're going to see some of that over there? Do you think maybe we're going to get a, a showcase of the UK scene on top of you know, Japanese talent, it's easier to travel there, um, mm -hmm. and AEW talent. Do you think it'll be bigger than just one or two companies? <clears throat> um, you know, I've had a couple of different thoughts throughout since they announced Wembley, because initially I was kind of on the side of like, yeah, load it up with, uh, with the UK talent. Let's see Michael Okuru. Let's see uh, Osprey. Let's see Sabre. Let's see all these people. And then some UK friends brought up, brought up a great point. It's like, it's an AEW show. They want to see AEW wrestlers. So you don't want to just load the whole thing up. You're going to, they could see all these people in their local indies. It's not like some different crazy experience. I mean, it's going to be great. We need to see Osprey 
and Saber, at least at minimum, like those two guys should be on this show just because what they represent. But then like Hader and Soraya, like they, they have a bunch of people that should be on the card pack that are a part of AEW already. But I don't think they should make a, a, a conscious effort to try to include all these different people because a big draw of that is going to be that they've never had an AEW show. It's potential possible that they've seen every one of their British, UK, whatever favorites already because they're so accessible. So I think AEW just needs to make a conscious effort to put on the best show that they can with the pieces that they have. And I think that they do have the pieces or they're going to have the pieces. Kenny Omega, I think, needs to be in a strong one-on-one match. I've seen a lot of people talking about the six-man talk, but I don't think so. I think Kenny, it has to be Kenny Omega versus somebody. It has to be Kenny Omega versus Osprey. Kenny Omega versus Punk. Kenny Omega versus... Uh, Okada. It has to be like some big giant match because he represents everything that those people want to go and see at Wembley. That's that's the big marquee match. He has to be a part of it. But then there's like Brian Danielson. What's Brian Danielson going to do? If they did a Brian Danielson and Pac match, wouldn't hate it at all. They could be the 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 six man match. It could be BCC versus somebody. I don't know. There's so many different elements. The Bucks have to be there. They could be. I want to see the Bucks in tag team action. I know everybody's trying to pitch this next thing is with Hangman. I think they could play play that story up a little bit, but sure. I think Hangman should be a singles and the Young Bucks should be a tag team because the tag team needs them. The tag team scene, all tag team scenes need them. So there's so many different possibilities of what this is going to lead to. We still got a lot of time to get to that show. A lot of things are going to be more clear within these next couple of weeks because New Japan's doing some things. AEW's going to start laying the foundation. Some people are going to be showing up or not showing up. I don't know, man. I didn't read the story on Fightful Select, but you should because everybody <laughs> be giving me the story all the time when it's not a day like this. Yeah, you can read about the business instead of giving Reg the business over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things. Shame monster. Shame is a monster. Don't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. But Edge's contract is an interesting one. Edge, Edge and Christian versus FTR. Jeff Hardy's back. You could because it's been funny. Things. Everybody's been like all the stories that I've seen. I've been like WWE really wants to do Edge and Christian. I'm like, do they? Do you guys know ex- everything that's going on there? Are you sure? Like, is that the only place that this is happen- can happen? Because this isn't the only place that this could happen. Does anybody know Christian's contract status? Because there were people seriously being like, Christian's going to show up at WrestleMania. I'm like, no, he's not. He has a contract. Why the fuck would he show up to WrestleMania? What are you even no. talking about? No, people are. I'll just say it. People are are pretty silly about that. Yeah, They're downright so, silly. Come on. Shocking yeah, thing. It's just super interesting. Uh, another thing that, I mean, I'm, I don't have a lot of interest in seeing Edge because I've never really been the hugest fan, but having his name also attached to Wembley, potentially fucking Edge and Christian against the goddamn Hardy Boys, I don't know. That sounds crazy and weird, but fans would want to see that shit in these days. I don't know. That would be a crazy, crazy thing to have happen. Something I didn't even really think about, to be honest. Like, you have Jeff Hardy come back yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't need, you know, Bully Ray involved. You can put FTR in there instead. I'm See, not why did you put that energy in the air, Kate? This is all <laughs> your fault. When this fool shows up, I'm going to be like, fucking Kate, she did this. You know he can't help himself. He's calling somebody right now being like, hey, don't forget about me. Oh, no. The Forbidden oh, yeah. Door does not open to the impact zone. We good? 
no but thanks. yeah, let's do that three the that triple threat match with FTR in there, like you said. I like that idea a lot better. That could be really fun. Mm-hmm. That could be really fun. Some love from Shock Kid saying on Punk. All I'll say is I hope everyone works together because it could be money and magic. It could be the biggest thing to happen in AEW history. I don't think I'm overselling that when I say that. Mm-mm. Um, and to have that going the same time as you know, to have that be a title free program Mm -hmm. and then you also have your title programs being built out that could be a really really productive thing for AEW if everybody can be on the same page and happy and healthy at work as for roh i will never not lose it watching the delayed deadlift suplex from the seated position yeah do we think he gets his strength from the tom Selleck mustache one thousand percent it's the only way if he shaved that he would not be able to do that everyone knows that it's like me and my bangs, you mm-hmm. know. You got a superpower somewhere. It's in like Gredge and his flannels. It's like Gredge and his flannels. <laughs> the debut of Gredge is something we can I'm see. I'm saying. Away. I don't even yeah, think exa- of that. Hey, yeah. you never know. <laughs> Action Andretti love- might be after me after all this shit talk that I gave him today. It's not personal, Action Andretti. Yeah, it's not a him thing. It's the mm-hmm. angle he's in thing. And to your mm-hmm. point. Don't make him a Dante downgrade. He deserves oh, more than that. Yes. So. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. That's all we're saying over here. Shackett also saying all in zero hour can feature locals like Ricky Knight and Michael Oku. Um, that is a great call to yes. have the zero hour feature. Some of those. I love that. Yes. Idea. That could be a That's blast. an idea. That's well an done. idea. Well done. Book it, shot, kid. Mm-hmm. My hope for the main card is Elite versus CMFTR. I can't argue that that's a bad idea. Like I don't No, it's not. Else, it's but... not a bad idea at all. Like I want Kenny in a singles match, but if they did that match, it would be insane. So crazy. Crazy, crazy. Leading to singles. Oh, okay. So okay. Elite versus CMFTR here, but leading to singles and tag match at all out. Oh, I see. Jamie versus Mercedes and Brian versus Zack Sabre Jr. I think you gotta do Jamie versus Soraya and maybe make it a triple threat with Mercedes if you mm-hmm. got her. Mm-hmm. But I think Soraya at Wembley in front of that crowd, I mean, that's that's a no-brainer, right? We gotta do that. Dude, she has her own movie. Like you have to. If you got if somebody that has their own movie is going to be get a big match. I don't she care. She was who it fighting is. with her family. Yeah. Come on. A seven bucks production. Come on. <laughs> How could you not? You know who that's attached to? Imagine. Wayne. Oh my God. The Rock and Kenny Omega in the Wembley main event. <laughs> He's pushing off the Roman Reigns story that's built for him for two oh years. Oh my God. Could you imagine <laughs> the meltdown? Like, People Omega. would be so mad. People would boycott Fast and the Furious if this this happened. Could you imagine? He's like out there making jokes about his cleaning supplies and whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> Gets gassed three that minutes in, amazing. One winged angel. Tears <laughs> his whole shoulder out at a socket. Yeah, we can't have that. I was just yeah. kidding. It was a joke. The Rock. It was. I a love joke. the Young Rock. <laughs> have you watched Young Rock for real? I have. Is like it good? way too many episodes. I mean, if you like, like people are, you see what the internet is talking about, and they're like, this guy doesn't look like this guy. If you just ignore that and just watch, it's like, this is a dumb TV show about wrestling. It's really fun. I like it a lot. Like, if you just want to put on a show and you see a fake Andre the Giant and a fake whatever, it's like, it's really fun for that. If you're like, that doesn't look like fucking uh coco beware oh, then you gotta go and like of course it doesn't come on it's an nbc show with like Ooh, not that budget 
that's not Frankie the Macaw. That's yeah, the exactly. Get out of here. That's not, not Jack fucking you. tape. That's not Jack Paper Towel from 1983. <laughs> Leave me alone, dude. Watch something else. And like, it's not. It's not a wrestling show. It's a show no. that has wrestling elements in it. So yes. for what it is. Do you no. know the fate of Frankie the Macaw? I was no. very sad when I found out. Mm-hmm. I went on like a, a real kick of extremely medium tag teams from the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And one that I actually really liked was High Energy. I was very yep. into Owen Hart and Coco Beware. Great team. And then I, I had to learn all about Frankie the Macaw. And mm-hmm. Reg, he died in a house fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have heard about this. So sad. Because they outlive humans. It's so sad. Yeah, you know that Coco was just so upset. That's so sad. Damn. One of my friends said that, like, one of my, my co-hosts on Wednesdays was like, that was, he had eight different macaws. It was like Jake with snakes. That guy oh, was losing yeah, macaws. Yeah. I was like, no, macaws are like, they can't, they're birds that can talk, man. It was eight different macaws, Kate. Come on. (laughs) One. Ride or die macaw. Mm -hmm. We got some Twitch bits, some love uh, from MurphDog8706. Thank you so much for the love saying, if The Rock showed up in AEW, WWE fans Mm -hmm. boycott fast and furious like Mm -hmm. conservatives are boycotting. Straight up. I'm serious about it. We are not watching Fast and the Furious anymore. Now watch me shoot this Lamborghini. Fast and the Furious 47. Mm-hmm. I ain't watching it. Mm-mm. I'll watch Tokyo Drift seven times in a row, man. Yes. Just like <laughs> they used to do it. It's crazy out here. Reg, what else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about how you'd bring CM Punk back? Any, any totally. alternative angles to the I obvious? would like Let's to say initially <laughs> off rip, I never was into CM Punk being fired. I was never into any of that trolling garbage because like I always say, it's pro wrestling, baby. Oh, he assaulted him. Dude, people have been murdered here. Watch the <laughs> damn show. Watch Dark Watch Side Dark of the Rain. <laughs> they will tell you exactly. There's been murders. There's been kidnappings. There's been hostage situations. People have had guns pulled on them. People have been th- tossed, off, tossed off balconies and shit. Have their faces beat in. Have their legs broken during matches. There's so many different things that have Look. happened. That this Bret just Hart. feels like the most normal thing that there is, you know? Bret Hart punched Vince after the Montreal screw job. This him. was a tribute spot. Yeah. I don't understand what the big deal is. There you was. go. But yeah, I was <laughs> never on the wagon of uh, CM Punk should be fired, he blah, 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 because it's like, it's all built off the back of the pro wrestling. Like, all these guys are just ego-driven fucking, they all have egos. Even the it's even your favorites. Your favorites aren't different than CM Punk is. They just use their ego different than he does. He's just loud as fuck with his ego. But like, <laughs> your favorites have egos too. Like, look at the history of John Cena and the awful things he's done. A whole bunch. He's pulled a whole bunch of wrestlers down. But we're just like, eh, no, it's Cena. He's cool, Super Cena. But there's a whole bunch of wrestlers. He's like, I'm not losing to that guy. I'm gonna beat that guy. You should lose to that guy, Cena. No, actually, I'm gonna beat him. That happened all the time. That's just normal shit. And even as your many wishes now, as he made. He also buried. He's made hell of wishes, but he's also <laughs> buried a whole bunch of people. And when you make that many wishes, you, the burials don't count. They just like exit out. Like soon, as you make thirty wishes, that eliminates a burial. So all his burials are gone because he has like six thousand wishes. That's <laughs> a John Cena. He's a great man. He slept walked through that WrestleMania match. I've never seen anybody not care oh, about a match so much more. <laughs> Then John Cena did not care about being in that match. He didn't care at all. Sleeper. It'll never fail. 
listen, just I just it's just this so, is so much, much better than up. anything we covered on the post show. I mean, I'm honestly, there are so many people that are just hung up. There's still people hung up like he has to apologize to who for what? What does the apology have to do with you, Buster, living at home? watching tv he don't owe me shit oh he, he i bought a ticket to a show i thought he was gonna be on tough fucking titty dude it's card subject to change there's also i go to wrestling shows all the time I'm like oh, i thought that wrestler was gonna be here fucking i got over it because that's what happens cm punk is coming back and you're gonna hate it everyone's gonna be mad about it but you're gonna fucking get over it or not watch the show but you're gonna watch the show because it's gonna be super cool bring them back in uh, the rumors that I've heard of them coming back in, I'm already like, you son of a bitch. So um, <laughs> I'm interested in seeing what happens after that. I'm interested to seeing it when CM Punk comes back, allegedly, if they let him have a microphone off rip. And um, I'm actually not interested in the backstage shit. Like, I don't care what they do like oh is he gonna apologize I, who cares dude show me the fucking tv show this show's better when that guy is on it it's been a bunch of amazing dynamites since brawl out a lot of them like 10 20 like a lot of great wrestling episodes but this guy will make those shows even better imagine all we've seen Plus, this fool's out here talking his shit. Plus, the elite never went on hiatus. Whatever. It happened. We're all getting over it. Imagine what, what could happen now with all the players that they have, with all the avenues that they have, with all these giant shows coming. We need this person, man. And do you know how hard this man worked to get this man to even sign the contract? People are like, he should fire. Tony Khan should fire CM Punk. You know how hard he worked? You think he's going to fire somebody that he worked so hard to fucking get i worked for years to get this person hey you're fired because you fought somebody you assaulted shut up you don't know what happened back there no one even knows what happened back there these could all be speculation 100 of these wrestlers could be working if they came out tomorrow and was like haha we fucking got you we wouldn't even nobody would even know because at the end of the day it's professional wrestlers these wrestlers work everybody's talking about don Callis was busted open it was went to his bones He's fucking a worker, dude. Oh, he really went to the hospital. I bet he did. He, his, it was showing all the way to a skull. Oh, I bet it was. He's a fucking worker. What do you guys think he's going to be like? Oh, nothing happened. Oh, he hit his head on some random thing. You can't fool me, pro wrestler. You're a fucking pro wrestler. You guys don't tell the <laughs> truth. All you guys do is fucking lie. That's in your job <laughs> description. First day of wrestling school. Can you lie? Nope. Oh, can't wrestle here. Can you nope. bump? That's cool. But can you lie? No. Well, I need you to fucking lie. It's about lying. This is pro wrestling. The business of lying. We've been lied to off rip. This business is built off of lies. If they told the truth all the time, this show would suck. It's not about telling the truth. It's about fooling us. It's pro wrestling. We need to be fooled. We need to think two guys are really hating each other. Two women really think they're uh, the other one's a bitch. We need all this going um, on. Yeah, all watch all time. the access. I'm okay. telling you. Thunder Rosa, come to work. How are you going to be doing all these other conventions, but you're not going to come to work? You're out there hiking and riding a bike, but you're not out here doing promos with me. I don't understand it. It's true. I don't it's know true. what I was just ranting about. I just started going. I don't it, know where it we was. I was not going to bring you back to the. Question. I just started having My a good question time was there. Like, what feud do you bring them back into? And it was just too beautiful. To like the rails. Yeah, I don't know. 
don't top know. three dream matches. Uh, like, let's go outside of the obvious, right? Okay. Uh, I think I heard the same rumors you did, which makes me want to barf. Um, <sighs> but I do. <laughs> How does he do this? I want to see. Who do I want to see CM Punk with? Ricky Starks, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is someone that I want in there. Let me think about that. <clears throat> it's so hard because I really don't know if he comes back. I feel like the obvious thing is bring him back heel, but there's going to be a lot of people that are excited to see him back. That's how I feel too. Yeah, like there, there's going to be some detractors, but I feel like there's probably going to be more people that are just excited to see this whole. So. I think people are just going to be excited to just popcorn and just watch. Yeah, just watching. Well, um, uh, the new signing Jay White, I think that yes. they could do some pretty tremendous things on the mic and in the ring. They both like to play. I'm sure. Uh, Jay White went to the school of CM Punk in certain aspects. So that one is very intriguing. Mm. Oh my God. That was this week too, wasn't it? Like just in the, not, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So much going it's on. That's like just a regular story. Years ago. Yeah. It's just mm. like Jay White just showing up. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Hey, you right. know what else is fun? What? The delightful Cresta star. We're going to yes. bring her on here while we wait for Joel. Yeah. Don't make me laugh with my mustache. Okay, no jokes. No jokes. (laughs) Us? You're the one who was like, put a titty in my mouth last time. What's up, Presta? You think we're going to be the ones? I've missed you guys. I feel like I haven't been here in like eight years. It's been at minimum eight years. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been two presidential terms at at the minimum. Mm -hmm. I would also like to say, Righteous Reg, I totally agree with you what you said about getting worked by wrestling workers. It's like, bro. I, I have to bring up the Cody Rhodes situation with Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. bro. You thought Brock Lesnar was your friend. Who is his friend? Mm-hmm. Who is his friend? Mm-hmm. This, everything's a work. If you believe yep. that professional wrestling, is, I've seen people die on Tuesday yep. and be at Straight work up. next week, Tuesday. Straight up. Right Stop back. It. They died last week. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I see Paul Bearer get buried in cement and show mm-hmm. up to work two Mondays later. Yeah, he was right <laughs> back at work. We saw him get buried in cement. I saw the Undertaker. They buried the Undertaker alive. He put his hand out the grave 30 seconds later. He came mm-hmm. back. I've seen PCO get hit by a car. I've seen PCO <laughs> been buried under rubble. I've seen people go to the Shadow Realm, Yugi, and come back to work in three business months. No, nah, PCO like hiked from Vegas to like, <laughs> where did he show up? <laughs> we don't know. To, to Windsor, Ontario. That's where mm-hmm. he hiked. <laughs> yes. Straight up. Shout out PCO. We love um, it. it sounds like based on what the chat is saying that some stuff happened over in Impact World. So, uh, my I'll just throw out there my match of the night was Tony Nice and Stu Grayson. Uh, Athena in this run is probably my favorite stuff of the night. Yeah. Reg, what was your favorite stuff tonight? And then we'll we'll talk a little bit about what sounds like it happened on Impact before we get out of here. Uh, favorite stuff of the night was definitely that Eddie Kingston promo. That was just oh yeah, uh, icing on the cake of whatever he's doing. And sad that he went out or is potentially out with this hernia injury. And the main event, just because Claudio was in a different er- area for me than he usually is with Matt Alik, was just super fun to see for me. Very true. Very true. And as you guys are talking about getting work, somebody in the chat reminding us that people just get get murdered in Impact all the time. Uh-huh. And then they show up on different programs. So absolutely, absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Before we hand it over, Luis reminding us, and we mentioned it earlier in the show, but we did hit 10,000 subscribers again at Fightful Select. We thank you so hey. much for that support. Hey. 
the more you support us, the more it enables us to do what we do. For some reason, people complain online that they find out the news anyway for free, and that makes them mad somehow. But yeah. that money isn't just about supporting the great work that Sean does. It also enables us to do the things that we do here. It enables us to run shows that aren't, quite frankly, mainstream television like this one. So your support means the world, and it, it really goes toward the, the greater good of the Fightful ecosystem in addition to Sean's work. Um, it sounds like we had some some pretty intense developments over at Impact. Is Does it sound like Mickey James might be done? It's going to be a really interesting uh, yeah. couple of weeks, to tell you that much. A lot of people are going to be talking about what you're going to do next or what are they going to do next. Okay. Yeah, it kind of sucks because Impact simultaneously bought, lost both their top world champion right. and their knockouts champion. Like literally Monday, Josh was injured. Tuesday, Mickey was injured. And tonight she says she's not competing at a Rebellion this oh. Sunday. So Ooh. because it's a crossover, I don't feel so weird saying this. Um, from what I was told, the the Josh Alexander injury obviously took them by surprise. The Mickey injury was kind of, it, they knew since the last set of tapings oh. and they wanted to wait as long as they could and not have both top champions drop their titles at the same time. So mm -hmm. they decided to make the Mickey story play out a little bit longer in hopes that she would be cleared or at least that they could have her do a little bit of something in the triple threat. But instead they're having to resort to what they're doing at Rebellion, which is a new world champion and a new knockout champion, which... It's exciting, but like it sucks for both former champions. Like Mickey was on a tear, had uh -huh. a great story with the last rodeo. Josh Alexander was on a record setting impact world championship run. Yeah. So to have both those titles end in injury for those champions, man, that sucks. That's a, but there's a big opportunity to kind of reset impact this way. Yeah. True. It mixes everything up. It's just, it's really sad. I have to echo what Joel said. What Josh Alexander was doing as world champion chef's kiss chef's mm -hmm. kiss super underrated i wish she was talked about way more and mickey james the last rodeo that she touched upon in her um ending promo it's it was such a good comeback story a feel-good moment and mm -hmm. when she said i could understand if i lost in the ring to say it like this mm. just sucks just sucks who's yeah. in the uh the women's uh title match now so it's diana perrazzo and jordan grace for the vacated knockouts championship mm -hmm. okay there was a really cool story that they could have told with Mickey there in that Deanna has beaten Jordan Grace, but hasn't beaten Mickey James. So they were really pushing a story that Deanna was like in it to win it and kind of beats a beat a few demons that she has. So mm -hmm. there was, there was some good stuff in there, but uh, it's just going to be straight up one-on-one, -on -one, which I don't hate. Uh, it's still going to be a fun, fun night and a good match. Yeah. 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 That rebellion card is shaping up nicely. We will get out of here and turn it over to you guys. We had a lot of fun talking ROH, we had about a 15 to 20 minute head start than we normally do because the mm -hmm. episode started earlier. So we also talked a lot of general BS as obviously more of it broke today, but the Rebellion card looks great. Guys, stick around. There's so much for them to talk about. It sounds like <clears throat> straight off of this Mickey James promo, especially at the end. So stay tuned. Find out what's leading into the pay-per-view. A lot of names that you'll recognize. And uh, I'm sure at the end of the show, they'll be talking, talking about Mickey James's promo career legacy what's happening here so thank you guys so much and stay tuned for miss fu manchu cresta star over here <laughs> and uh and joel thank you guys <laughs> thank you guys thank so, you so guys cool.